Welcome to the Ion Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, today we're sitting down with Jatendra Rathod, who is the founder and executive director of a small but mighty, I'm going to say, nonprofit based up in Crofton called Farm Unity. How are you today? Very good. How are you? Good. Hey, thank you very much for inviting me up here to uh, your corporate headquarters, it appears, <laughs> in, in Crofton. And, you know, from the start, I just want to throw out the website. It is farmunity.org, and there is a hyphen in between farm and unity, so it's farm-unity.org. And really kind of a very neat concept that you've come up with. It got to start in the uh, Crofton Library, of all places. That's correct. How, what, give me the background on Farm Unity. Sure. So, as the name says, Farm and Unity, so the name stands for itself. It's like farming community so it is uh, it is kind of community garden for the for the community is farming for the community and by the community so that's what we do um, I'll give you a little bit more background if you if you have oh I'd love, love to yeah, sure so the way it worked was I was in India in February of 2023 and one of my friends she gave me a book uh, like wife people in Finland are the happiest people when I read the book I'm like and the book said that the people are there are the happiest people because uh, the community comes together and gives it back to the community. So then I thought about it like, what can I do? What can I learn from this? And how can I do something like, you know, community coming together and giving back to community? So I do in my backyard, I do some kind of vegetable garden. So I thought, let me do something similar. Uh, and so I approached a couple of schools. It did not work out. But the library was gracious enough to give us not only 4,000 square feet of land, but they also gave us uh, $5,000 from the foundation to start this garden. So that's how it started. You know, the library rocks. And I mean, Skip Ald, who's running it, is just fabulous. I mean, it's amazing that, I mean, we can, we can garden at the library. We can yeah. rent violins and fishing rods and, of course, right. books and movies and everything else. Yeah. And the libraries are just such a wonderful resource that we have here sure. in Anne Arundel County. And I love that you've played on uh, the unity with community right. as well as unity. Yes. Uh, so it's, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is great. Yes. Um, and essentially what you do is you grow crops. Yes. And uh, yes, yes. but in addition, you're educating people. Right. As right. far as what to do and yes. why we do it. Yes. I mean, what is the benefit sure. of growing your own? I mean, I, I've got two brown thumbs that I can't, you know, I can't keep anything alive. <laughs> alive. <laughs> and that's how I was also, you know. So, right. So uh, let me give you a, like, there are four, four basic things that we do, actually. So the first is, of course, as I said, one of the big things is uh, I wanted the community coming together and doing something for the community. So that was the first motive. And when I started, it was just me and my wife and a couple of friends who came together. Now we have more than 120 volunteers. 
120 volunteers. And when I talk about volunteers, it is not just like we have 120 volunteers who not everyone comes on Friday, but most of the Fridays, everyone comes and gets together and work on this. So, uh, but we have also Boy Scout, Girl Scout, all the siblings given to us by North County High School. The University of Maryland is very much involved in what we do. So in, in case if something doesn't work out, I reached out to John, who is the director at the University of Maryland. So it's community coming together in real way. It is not just a bunch of people coming. It is entire lot of people are coming together and working in this in different forms. Now, when did you when did you start this? So we started this in last April. Uh, so April of 2023. Okay, very, very new. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say your timing is probably very perfect. And I was talking to somebody in the police department was saying just in general that uh, students, as they look at students coming back from COVID, yeah. have seemingly lost a lot of social skills and a lot of the sense of community that was, you yeah. know, whether it be their home, their neighborhood, the school. Right. And this seems like it fits perfectly into there. To, yes. Okay, we need to, let's, we yes. had a really bad, rough couple of years. Yes. Let's bring this back yes. together and do it. Yes. So the four things I was mentioning was, of course, the community coming together. Now, giving back to community is a big thing because one of my volunteers, she works in some kind of therapy center where uh, people from Medicaid and Medi- Medicare folks, they come there. Uh, they don't have access to fresh food. So they used to give them cans. But when she was volunteering with us, she said, I can take all those vegetables and keep it there. So there are 700 people who come there and all the vegetables that we have grown uh, was there. And in the entire summer, we grew almost 600 pounds of vegetables which is like tomatoes, pepper, cucumber, uh, watermelon. That's crazy, 600 pounds? 600 pounds. So we keep it there and they take it from there. And it used to go there within hours. Like we keep it on every Tuesday we used to keep there. It used to go there within an hour. And then we keep some of the produce in library also. So anyone who comes to the library, they just come and take it. So that's that's the concept. That's awesome. And, yeah. and I think we all know that a you know a fresh food out of a garden... Uh, can't compare to you know opening that can or yes. undoing the cellophane or whatever it happens to come in from the the local supermarket and gosh knows how long it's been sitting around waiting. I mean I know I've opened up some packages that prepackaged and you open it's like well there's mold yeah. <laughs> so you don't know how <laughs> yeah. how long it is and, and and the other thing I wanted to also add is we don't use any chemicals. I would not say I, I don't claim organic because I don't know the soil how it is. But at least we don't use any chemicals from our side. So we try to keep it as natural as possible. Mm-hmm. So even most of the folks have told me that it tastes good. I'm like, yeah, it will, because we don't use any, any external chemicals in, our, uh, in the farming that we do. What got you into farming? Or, and I mean, I, this is sort of like a with quote marks on farming. I mean, when sure, you think of, sure. you know, I mean, there's not, no giant fields. But <laughs> what got you into it? So when I was a kid uh, in India, growing up as a kid, my grandparents had farms. And we, I used to go in summer, work with them. So I had some inclination towards that. And when I came in U.S. and then the backyard gardening, I used to do something. So that is one thing. And the other thing, what one other thing that Farmunity does is something that is very subtle is something, you know, like we have all this grass in the library, for example. The grass is not there anymore. So the mi- microbes can come there now because the grass is not there. Microbes can come there. A lot of people have told me that in that area, 
people who walk from there, they said they had ne never seen so many birds coming. So now the birds are coming there and we have sunflowers there. So people who are walking, they see sunflowers, they see fresh vegetables, they, they, see, they see birds. So there are a lot of, lot of things that is, of course, uh, associated with this. And as you rightly said about the example of police, I think uh, I have high school kids also coming and working them. And I know a couple of folks, they said that this is so much good for their mental health also. Mm -hmm. So I think that is, that is another, another aspect that, that, that is attached to this one. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, so you've got, it's like, I think you said like almost 4,000 square feet. Right. Uh, picture that. How big is that? I mean, a, a typical house is like 3,000. So it's a fairly big it's a fairly plot big. of land. Yes. That's on the library there. Now, are you anywhere else? I mean, is this where the 120 people come and garden in this uh, yes. little area? Yes. So I, I should say that uh, I have 120 volunteers, but at, at, at any given point of time, there are 15 or 20 people who show up. Now, if there is some tremendous work, like I, I had to put some uh, green uh, leaf grow in the garden, that time I need a lot of folks. So that time I just felt like, hey, I need more people. So that time a lot of people do show up. Now that you've asked me that, uh, where, else, where else we are doing? This is interesting. So this is completely homegrown. I did not approach anyone, but the local elementary school came to me and they said that, can you do this for us? Now the model there, of course, the volunteers are going to work there, but the kids who are in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, their parents, I want the parents to come and they both work together. The parents coming there, the kids coming there, they're spending time in the garden. It will be such good memories when these kids grow up. Well, so it, does. That, it brings the whole community and unity back again. The whole concept is community coming together. So that is one school. The other thing is in, 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 in our area, there is a school for uh, emotionally challenged kids, K through 12. They have approached me and they said, why don't you come and do something for us? Because the emotionally challenged kids, not only will they benefit going in the garden, but they will also learn a skill that they can use when they grow up. I love to hear a story similar to that. And, and I just received an email this morning from a teacher at Annapolis High who said that she's got one art class that has just the most diverse group of kids. I mean, there's some LGBTQ, there's some black, yeah. there's some white, yeah. there's some wealthy, there's some poor. There's some kids that are routinely suspended. There are kids yeah. that are good kids. There's a there's an, one in the PBA arts, but he's just taking this because he likes it. And they're developing this. Uh, it's going to be at the, actually at the library in West Street. Right. A chicken, and it's based off of books that made a difference in their lives growing up. And she said she's never seen a group of people come together yes. like this. And she said, I think it's really very special. You yeah. talk about, uh, you know, and that's art in that instance. Had yeah. brought people together and brought people out of their right. shell, if you will. Yes. I was just talking to Langton Green, which has a farm, community farm up in Gambrels, and they work with yeah. you know, developmentally challenged people that will you know, help to garden, and they're you know, putting out the produce and everything sure. else, but they're finding that it's therapy as well. Yes, it, this absolutely. Is, this is absolutely. giving you know, somebody a, a sense of purpose, and I mean, I guess it's similar to uh, the Takaguchis or whatever they have when they were yeah, little, you know, yeah, it's, you, yeah. you've got something and now you're caring for it, right? And bringing it up and it's giving you nourishment. Absolutely. And I should mention one thing that a lot of people talk about community farming. Now, ours is farming for the community. So, in community farming, what happens is people have their own pieces of land and they work on that. Our model is different. Our model is farming by the community. So, we have the whole plot, and the community comes together and works on the entire farm. It is not pieces of land because the whole concept is, hey, let's all get together. After COVID and whatnot, people are, people are working from home. 
this is really a avenue where everyone can come work in the garden and it makes you feel so good well i know when you're older i mean that would be a typical thing like where i might buy a 6 foot by yeah. 6 foot yeah plot or rent right. and and i say I'm into tomatoes or yeah. I'm into cucumbers or whatever yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you've got one large plot that everybody's right. coming together. How do you determine what gets grown? Uh, excellent. I think I look at the demand and supply kind of thing. So, for example, I'll give an example right now in our garden. We have uh, fall crops like spinach, arugula, uh, all the greens, cauliflower and everything. So I'll give an example. So last week one of my volunteers who took it and kept it at the therapeutic center she said that you know because of the heat the spinach is getting uh, d- like it's not like right. it gets dry very soon so now i have to start thinking you know so do i put spinach there or i just put it in the library where in library there is a lot of people coming and going and it gets soon very quickly soon so one of my aim is something that people can eat readily like tomatoes people make pasta they lot do a lot mm-hmm. of things cucumber call uh, uh, watermelon right. uh, pumpkin so those things i think it people really eat it and it's very quickly quickly used so i think that is that is my and my thought process for example i have rosemary a lot of people have i've just sent to message to people hey thanksgiving do you guys want rosemary a lot of people are coming in my garden and picking uh, in our garden and picking up the rosemary and just picking a couple sprigs and absolutely and do that that's uh that's pretty mean now of your of your volunteers that are working the yeah. garden okay mm-hmm. now when you when you talk about your different volunteers i mean they're sure. actually getting their hands and and fingers and knees yeah. dirty and they're digging in the dirt yeah. and they're planting yeah. and they're harvesting and everything else do most of them and i think i know the answer to this but i'm going to see what you say <laughs> but do most of them partake of the of the harvest do they take the food that is grown or do they leave it for others so uh, the good thing about what what surprised me the most was the that even though we have only 4000 square feet of land it grows so much so even when people take and i'm talking about 600 pounds after people have taken so some folks do take it and they, they take it home the other thing i really wanted to mention is uh when the when someone comes and asks me like can i be volunteer i'm like and do i need some skill set for farming i said nothing just show up the most important thing is we all should do, come here and we all have to be together some people are good in taking pictures some pe- good people are good in writing there is one volunteer who is who is, who is helping me creating a website so hey you can have any skills that just show up at the garden work and do whatever you want to do but just show up and come there that's fantastic um to volunteer how do we, i mean okay you are a 501c3 so you are a nonprofit yes we are so we can absolutely throw gobs of money at you guys and and help you to help you to do that <laughs> would love that um, to volunteer again you'd want to go to farm-unity.org That's, and that can learn how to do that and you yes. say the best way is probably just to show up one of the at one of the events absolutely absolutely and then we also have our email farm uh, unity usa at gmail.com which is there okay. on our website also okay. so they can just approach me from there and in in our website how to contact us it is written you know one thing one thing jitendra is that this has grown pretty quickly, Very quickly inside of a less than a year yes um yes what what are you looking down the future Uh, are look, you looking for other libraries or sure so and I, and i noticed that you know the the wix site had usa in it yes. as does the email so that <laughs> leads me to believe that there may be a bigger plan somewhere <laughs> my my vision is very simple that we are richest country on the earth 
we have so much of resources as as far as the land goes no kid like now right now around when i was reading about something 13% of the kids are going hungry no kids should be hungry in this country we should be able to feed everyone and we have land we have volunteers we have money we can do this so as i said we are growing right now so we have already four other sites that we are already working on there are a couple of schools uh, there is a community college and uh, i forgot to mention one other thing that a bunch of doctors they came together and said pediatricians they said that we see a lot of uh, stress in kids can you make garden uh, for the kids pediatric center so i think there are all these gardens are in different places and for different reasons so definitely to answer your question i do see that any place you know who wants to make this and uh, where the stress can be reduced and we can give the food to people in need we are always open and i'm i'm sure there will be a lot of places uh, will be going further down and and i think that it's probably got to be uh, as you probably realize it's probably pretty easy to start this i mean you just need to have to, yeah. to dig and plant and harvest that's it uh, there's not a whole lot beyond that no. and i mean obviously you learn as you go absolutely and it's very striking and i mean Anne Arundel County is very rich in any number of ways yeah. i mean we've got from agriculture to commercial to yeah. heavy density and low density and wealth and poverty and everything else and there's a wonderful report that Dr. Karen Brown puts out every year called okay. poverty amidst plenty i see um, which really defines on how bad this uh, gap is and you don't realize the need in the county and yeah. if anybody would like to understand the need i mean i i would always say go check out the Anne Arundel County Food Bank and look at yeah. what they're distributing. Yeah. You look at uh talk to the schools and find out how many homeless children yes they are tracking down to transport to school. Absolutely. How many are really living without full meals at home. Yeah. So when we do have that, we've got to think that we're very very fortunate to be Absolutely. able to do that yeah. and to be able to give it back to the community yes. uh, as well. Yes. And this is just a way that anybody can can get involved and and absolutely, do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you talk about a sustainable farm and that's a word I find that gets sort of thrown around <laughs> everywhere, okay? Absolutely. I can buy a car and they tell me it's sustainable. I can buy you know, right. and, uh right. you know, I I don't take a plane and that's sustainable because I walked or you know whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, what does yeah. sustainable mean to you in terms of like farming and growing and growing, you know, farm unity? Sure. So sustainability in my mind is the biggest thing the earth has it gives us is the land we have our own land we have the seedlings for example one of the count, count, the north county high school uh, 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 teacher he does all the seedlings for me so all the farms that i have the the seedlings comes from him and he puts it together and there's another school also there i'm working on that they have a huge greenhouse so they'll be providing us seedlings and even the library said that we can set up a greenhouse in the library so the kids can come and see also where this goes so between those things and the leaves i i i collected a lot of leaves from the neighborhood and I'm, i put that in the garden so that way you know the leaf leaf also the leaf grow is there when we look about seedlings when we go, look about the land when we look at the volunteers these are all things that is sustainable because we are growing it just from nothing we are growing all those things and again it goes to people in need and i have got so many emails from different folks saying that hey we had some good food because of you guys and i'm like that makes my day you know yeah I, it really should it should and you know i think that 
we're in a change, a generational change right now, and and, yeah. and you're leading a mindset shift and a, you know a paradigm shift or whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm older than you, but I think the you know when I grew up, I mean, it was all about pre-processed food yeah. and everything else. And I mean, you see some of the the things that are wrong with that. Yes. Uh, you look at the steroids that are put in food and the additives, and and I swear that. The and I don't mean to sound like this anti-vaxxer or anything like this, but I swear that some of the you know the ADD, the ADHD, some yeah. of the you know perhaps some of the downs, some you know there's there's a lot of issues that our young people are facing today sure. that I don't remember facing as a child, yeah. and I don't remember my parents talking facing as a child, and it's a difficult, more difficult world. But I think that a lot of that probably does stem from some of the additives and stuff like that. We've talked about education. I mean, obviously there's a lot of education on teaching people how to garden and everything else. I mean, is this sure. something that we can, I mean, you already said that we can, with me and my two brown thumbs, I can do it. Uh, so that's encouraging. But is this something that we can do at home as opposed to you know just doing in the garden? I mean, is that something that you would work to help us figure out? Absolutely, absolutely. Because I think one of the things, as I said, University of Maryland and uh, Derek, he's in close contact. And if anything happens, I always call him. Uh, there is a school uh, in North County. There's a teacher who does this. So he's also there as a resource. So these are all the resources we have. And absolutely, you know, doing it in backyard, we'll be more than happy to uh, happy to guide people. But I think one of the big vision I always have is community coming together. Because I think that is a very, very, I'm a big proponent of that because I think for various reasons, you know, we are all divided. We need to come together and that really brings a lot of, like I've seen a lot of energy when all these folks comes on Friday and sometimes on Saturday, Sunday too. It is just so much of fun and like just a couple of hours goes very quickly. So that is, of course, as, as I said, farming and community farm unity. But I think if anyone needs help at the backyard and I've, I've done that also uh, the volunteers that come to uh, come to work, they have their own backyards. So sometimes they'll ask me and I'll tell them, you know, hey, do this or do that. So definitely very open to that too. I mean, to me, it makes sense for me that I, you know, I live down in Annapolis that it might make be fun for me to create a small little garden in my yard yeah. to maybe take care yeah. of what, what I need. Sure. <laughs> Yet, I would totally love to come up to Crofton yeah. and play in the dirt with, you know, a dozen other people because I think of probably a lot of... Jumping back into the community aspect of this, a lot of friendships develop out of this. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. you're talking to neighbors that you didn't know that you yes. that existed. Yes, uh, we are living in a, a weird bedroom community type of a time, and it's. Uh, I mean, yes. you hear the stories when something bad in the neighborhood happens, like, oh well, I've lived here for five years and I've never seen that guy. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Yes, <laughs> I, I yes. think. Yes, uh, even if it's uh, you know just a wave, and you know you may not necessarily like him too well, but it's. Right. Uh, you know, we do need to come together as a community a little bit better, Absolutely. and I think everything works a little bit better yeah. when that happens there. Yeah. But Chance, did you ever see the movie called The uh, Biggest Little Farm? No, I haven't. Okay, go go look <laughs> okay. at that. I'll leave I'll leave you. I'll write it down on a note. But sure. <laughs> it's about a couple that decided to. They were living high pressure lives, and they said, okay, "Okay, screw this. We're going off the grid." I see. And they bought this just run down farm mm. that was, and everybody was like, "What are you doing? Why would you even?" You know, A, do this, and B, why would you buy that? Right. Uh, and they nurtured it. They turned it over. They And it's a story about how they developed it, all the struggles, the tribute. I mean, it was a great funny scene where she discovered a whole snake pit with snakes. And, wow. Know, and ultimately, it turned this around, and it was now a, you know, it's a it's a viable farm. They have farm produce, farm stands, and it's, it's just a 
turned into, I'll say, a big business, big for two, this couple yeah. that's running it. And again, it has a really great story on uh, the community coming together to be yeah. able to figure out to make this happen. And obviously, the you know, nurture, yeah. the nutritional aspect <laughs> of having something that goes farm literally to table sure. as <laughs> opposed to a, a marketing ploy, which I yeah. think a lot of restaurants use. Oh, we got farm to table, but it comes in a truck that's been refrigerated for a while too. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. eventually, you know, way back when it was on a farm yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it is going to go to a table. So yeah. we're not, you know, yeah. we're sort of, what would surprise anybody that's listening that they didn't know? I mean, I, I'm blown away that this is less than a year old, but um, with farm unity, what would really surprise people to know about it? I think I think the biggest surprise people might have is that you uh, you might be going to grocery store for a lot of other things, but there are a lot of things that you can have in the library itself. You go to get a book, but you'll be surprised that hey, I can get watermelon at the library. Hey, I can get some pumpkin at the library or tomatoes at the library. So I think that is probably a a, a, a surprise element. And the other surprise element is, as you rightly said, you know, we might be like, I've been living in Crofton for almost 20 years. I did not know a lot of people. But now when I go walk or even in malls, some people know me. Hey, hey. And we just talk for some time, you know. So a lot of people are getting together. They're building connections. They're building friendship. In fact, uh, at the end of the harvest uh, in, in, in August time frame, what we did was we did a get-together with all the community. So we prepared everything from the garden itself. Oh, that's wow. So, that's awesome. so it was a, a, a harvest festival. Harvest festival. So on August 30, there was harvest festival. And my condition was only one. You should, we should be using at least one or two things from the garden. You may get something else. So I was, I, it was a big surprise for me that there was so much food that people made on different things. For example... One of my one of my volunteers, she took the pumpkin, she carved that out, and then she put some vegetables into it, and she makes some really good dish, which I never thought that I would ever eat that kind of thing. And, and you're using the pumpkin as a dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and again, those pictures are there on our website. People, is, people is that something that you're going to plan to do it at the end of every harvest? I mean, I know that we've yeah. got r- roughly what three harvests, four harvests a year. Sure. That is the get together and the little yeah. festival and sort of reap the rewards of what we've sown. Absolutely, absolutely. And and as I said, we are growing uh, fast. So we we have like four or five other locations. So I might probably even do it at all the locations because you know that community needs to come together. So these are not these are different communities. So all those communities need to come together. That's true. Somebody in North County may not have you know be as community. Like, meshing as yeah. the Crofton community because uh, they, they're their own separate. Yeah. separate. That's wild. What, um, what do you do with, I mean, do you have leftover produce? Do you have leftover stuff out of the garden? What happens if it doesn't all go away? It has not happened so far. <laughs> because <laughs> That's I a said, good problem to because have. Because I said there are 700 folks who come to this center and every Tuesday and Thursday we keep there within hour, like one or two hours, everything is gone. So there is so much more need. And I feel bad that I cannot produce more. And maybe from the other gardens, four or five gardens that I'm talking about, maybe we'll produce more and we can keep it there. So I think that problem, I, I don't have it. And the other thing that was surprising to me when I put this garden, I thought maybe, you know, people will come and do something with the garden, you know, like young kids, like teenagers or something. Nothing has happened. What do you mean, vandalism? Vandalism. Like, wow. But I, I, I was thinking maybe, you know, not even once 
not even once anything has happened. So you know, you do you do hear you hear about the senseless vandalism that you know you would. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I hate to say I would think, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see somebody drive a car up there and just spin yeah. their wheels through the garden yeah. just yeah. to be yeah. a jerk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Not at all. Nothing. Not at all. Not at all. So when I when I started, that was in my mind. Not even once it has happened, and that's exactly where I say. People take the communities in together, and they're like, "Hey, we made this, you know." <laughs> it's pride. It is pride. Absolutely, it's a pride. It's pride for the folks that are working with it, the volunteers that are here, and certainly for you that founded yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, you said June of twenty-three. Uh, Did you say? No, we started in April twenty twenty-three. April. April twenty. April. Yeah. So that time we were just in the talks, but I think April uh, May time frame we started uh, building the fence uh, just because uh, with the chicken wire. So the animals don't go. Keep in. the deer out. <laughs> Keep the deer and animals out. Nothing, nothing else. But it has been, it has been a fun time. That's great. Well, I'll tell you. Thank you so much, Jatendra, for telling us about Farm Unity. Uh, again, farm-unity.org, or you want to go to farmunityusa at gmail.com is a way to get in touch. Sure. I would suggest checking out the website and getting up to one of the sites. You know, Crofton is very centrally located for Anne Arundel County. See what it's all about. And if you're a community organizer in other parts of the county, definitely come out here and you know talk with Jatendra. Find out how this can work in your community. This is a great concept. I hope, I hope you're busier than you know what to do with setting up these farm unity gardens all across the county and maybe the state as it goes. Yes, um, yes. Are you prepared for it? Absolutely. I think the, the county executive is already talking. The, the office of county executive, they're already talking to me because they have form something called Food Council. So yep, they are only yep. talking to me uh, to see how this can be grown. Well, and you got Stuart Pittman, who's a farmer himself. Absolutely. So that's, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> that, I can't, can't argue with that. Absolutely. So someone from his office is already talking to me right now, and we're working on that. <laughs> Fantastic. Jatendra Rathod, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for establishing this. And, yes. uh, you know, I'm sure the Crofton community is absolutely thrilled with what you've brought, and we'll see what uh, what the future holds. And, uh, John, thank you so much for coming here, talking to me, and spreading the word out, because I think this is very important, because one of the basic aspects of this community, garden for the community is more people coming to know, and it spreads spreading the word, and I hope, you know, it... There are more gardens everywhere, and no, as I said, no kids should be hungry, and everyone should have food. We have land, we have money, we'll, we'll be able to do it <laughs> one garden at a time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's local business spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.